All right, folks, it's been a little bit, but I'm back. I'm, I've been having the podcast bug. It's been about a month and a half, well, almost two months now, but I, I'll tell you something. I, I really missed it. Looking at my podcast and looking at what I created, I, I realized that it became a part of myself and a part of my identity. You know, it was something I, I invested a lot of time in, a lot of resources in, and just something I, I ended up not just appreciating, but loving. And I'm happy I can resume it. This is actually a, a big episode. I have an awesome guest here. Um, it's my first episode in college, the first of many. So yeah, um, but anyway, today's guest is Phoenix McGee. He is the executive uh, vice president and SGA here at Vanguard University where I attend college. Um, he's a comms major, communications, and I think he's worked with the NFL before, and he can yeah. talk about that a little bit more. That's really awesome. I don't know anyone else who work, who has worked with the NFL before. I'm a huge fan of football. But without further ado, Phoenix McGee, welcome to the Sammy Hour podcast. Thank you. I feel really honored to be here. It's yeah, be great. I was. Uh, I remember when I first moved into to, to Vanguard and started school. I was like, man, I want to keep this podcast thing going, but I don't know who I want to have on as my guest. And I remember I was just I would just pray at night, and I and I wouldn't always like pray daily but it was a, it was always a pressing thought that I had on the back of my mind like I want to resume it I had talked to my parents they're like you should totally resume it and whether they said whether they like of course they would never do this but even if they didn't say like oh don't keep it going I would have I would have kept the podcast going because it's something that I really ended up loving and, right. and saw a future in so I kept saying to myself like oh my gosh who's my next guest gonna be what's this gonna look like am I gonna have to drive back to Bakersfield and find guests and that's three and a half hours away and you know it's crazy how things worked out. Um, met Phoenix, ran for SGA. I won a, I won an election, won a represent representative spot yeah, you and did. position. So you know things that are just working out uh, with that. And uh, I wish I could have done an episode last month, but last month was a lot of planning. But I mean, here we are in a nice communications lab. Yeah, reminds me a lot of my old setup. So I'm feeling a little nostalgic, feeling a little good. But. Um, you're, you're senior now. It's been a really weird college experience. How fast did these three years go by for you? It went by so fast, especially mm-hmm. now with because of COVID. Yeah. It just did times five speed. Mm-hmm. I mean, COVID happened my spring semester, my sophomore year. And so that was crazy. And then all of junior year, it was just a blur. I mean, you know yeah. how it was with your senior year of high school, just always on Zoom, always in your room or wherever you're at. Could be boring sometimes. <laughs> so boring. I would not trade that for anything. It was bad. And even when I came here, so I was remote, all remote mm-hmm. in my home, fall semester. Where are you from? I'm from the Bay Area. So I'm from a small town called Benicia. Okay. It's like, the best way I can describe it, it's like a, it's a, it's a movie town. It's like okay. where you would always, it's like a place where you see Sandlot in. Okay. Anything like that. I think so. I know what vibe. Are you a Warriors fan because of living there? or My... Some of my family are. I'm actually all Philadelphia. Uh, I'm an all Philadelphia fan. And so my stepdad, he helped me out uh, with being a hardcore Eagles fan, okay. Sixers, okay. And Phillies. <laughs> but um, you were talking about those three years. Like, what did you learn in that experience? I know it was like, you know, most college kids, they don't go through a pandemic. They don't go through all this change. And I know you had some, I remember when I first heard you speak, it was that orientation weekend. I know you had a lot of um, experiences and circumstances that were sad and tra- and uh, tragic at times, but yeah. I'm sure they built you into a stronger person and just really shaped yeah. how you lead and how you view college and just life. Yeah, absolutely. It was junior year of my fall semester. It was just a complete, oh man, it was a 180 of what I expected it mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. Um, or just even 2020, I know 2020, everyone, everyone was saying, this is a year for the vision, like this is a year. Um, but it all just, for me, crashed down, mm-hmm. uh, first with Kobe and then my grandpa mm-hmm. and then my dad the first week of my junior year. And so Man. it was definitely hard, especially given that everything was remote. But I say the one thing that I really did enjoy throughout that time was the friends that I've made beforehand, before COVID here. Mm-hmm. And they really helped me out. Um, and just... And I was like by myself in my room. We all stayed connected, whether whether that was playing Fortnite <laughs> or or even just having a group FaceTime or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it was really fun. It was a very chaotic year, but I definitely did learn more about myself mm-hmm. and uh, who I want to be. So that's awesome. So you, yeah. I know, so you wouldn't trade it for anything, even though sometimes it was. I mean, you were talking about your dad yeah. and stuff. Like I know. I can't even imagine, but I, I surprisingly like, even though I would love 
to have my dad here, yeah, I wouldn't change it because I know God. You know, He's done. He He does things for a reason. Yeah. Um, I'd say that, you know, if that didn't happen with my dad and every other loss, I definitely would not be here. And mm-hmm. just more confidence in myself and even my growth in my faith. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird, uh, but I wouldn't change it. I know it's all mm-hmm. God's plan. So yeah, that's exactly how I look at high school. Like I've been talking to my roommates a lot. You know. It's crazy. We're like, wow, we're college freshmen. I remember being in high school and like, oh, that was only like four and a half months ago. It really wasn't that long ago. But, you know, it's the same predicament with me. Like, I mean, there were some things that I, in the moment, I was like, this sucks. This is horrible. I can't wait for high school to be over. Yeah. Mainly I'm talking about COVID and just like not having a normal normal year, like mm-hmm. not having a normal prom or even a formal or a homecoming, especially senior year. And I was like, this is horrible. I hate it. But in hindsight and looking back on it, I honestly, I, I'm happy with the way it turned out. I know it sounds weird, but it changed my mindset and my perspective on things right. where I'm like, if I really want something and, I, and if I want to attain a goal or just have a fun experience or learn something new, I'm just going to step into it, just yeah. right into it. Because like you, you never know when things can be put on hold or you never know when certain circumstances can just completely change. And then I don't want to say say it like so harsh, but you're out of luck. You may never get that opportunity yet. Right. You know, that's like... I always told myself, like, oh, I want to learn how to surf. And I was, like, living in Costa Mesa, only, like, 10 minutes from, like, Newport and Huntington. It's, yeah. it's probably one of the best spots you can live. Yeah. Um, it sucks right now, though. Yeah. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, two weeks, or it was, like, my second or third week into college, and I was just, I tried surfing. I was pretty bad at it. Huh. I wasn't, well, yeah, I was pretty bad at it. But it was really uncomfortable at times, but I'm happy I did it. Yeah. And I, I intend to learn. Uh, how to become a better surfer. I don't want to be a pro, but you know, just just as a fun little hobby. Just just so that you can stand up on the on the board. Yeah, like I tried to stand. <laughs> I, I promise you, I tried to stand. Um, the cord was, or yeah, the cord was like, I don't know, tripped me up. Yeah. And the wave just completely threat, like, <sighs> just thrashed me. I got a little nervous. Jeez. I'm like, I don't want to break my collarbone right now. Yeah. But I, it was fine. It ended up working out good. Came back to the uh, university. Went to the cafeteria and had uh, some awesome pancakes and French toast. They never <laughs> taste so good. I didn't know surfing could make you so hungry. Yeah. And I didn't even stand up and I was hungry. I can only imagine if you like you so actually know how to surf and stuff. But it was it's definitely like a memory I'm not gonna forget. Like four years from now when I'm about to graduate, I'm gonna yeah. be like, Wow, that I remember that goofy little freshman right. tried surfing. But um Will you try it again? One hundred percent. I wanted to go last weekend. Yeah. Um what happened? Last weekend the waves were choppy. The waves are really choppy, and I usually go to Newport, or someone's been talking about going to uh, Seal, but I heard Seal's not the nicest beach. Oh, in, in Long Beach? Yeah. Okay. And um, I was going to go last week, but other more different plans were made. You know, in college, people are always making plans, either last minute or they're planning something. Yeah. And someone, or a group of friends was like, let's go to Laguna. So we went to Laguna, and Laguna's good to hang out there, get a tan, play some spike ball, but it's not good to really learn how to surf. Um, I no. didn't see any surfers out there. Really choppy waves. I I've never seen anyone in Laguna. Have you ever been to Thousand Step Beach? Um, I think that's by Laguna. Yeah, right. Laguna. That's that's the one we went to. It's all those steps, right? Oh, that's the one we went to. Yeah, it was, to? It was like a hundred thousand. Okay. It felt like a hundred thousand steps, and I was carrying a surfboard. Don't want to get into that, but uh, <laughs> that was really annoying. The and then that place. was the day we had a, we had an SGA dinner that day, yeah. and I uh, was late. Not because of that, but because of other things. And traffic's really bad in Laguna. <laughs> Beautiful beach. It's it's honestly makes for amazing Instagram pictures. So anyone yeah. who's wanting a fresh new profile picture or a new Instagram pictures to post, whatnot, go to Laguna. Um, of course, if you're nearby, it parking's really bad, but it's it's such a beautiful beach. Yeah, I had to um, park at a hospital. There. Are you serious? That was weird. We got really good parking. Um, I, I say good in quotations, people who aren't watching the video version. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, it was weird because I had to cross the street and I was carrying the surfboard and I was just like, I, I thought about dropping the surfboard and be like, yeah, I don't even know why I brought it. <laughs> it wasn't mine. I was a nice person and I volunteered to carry it for someone, but it's, it's whatever. Um, we, I made it out in one piece and got to make it to the nice dinner, had some tri-tip. Um, but what do you, I know this is, we got about six, seven months left before this, this reality really hits you. Yeah. Um, but what do you plan to do after you graduate? Cause you're a senior right now, correct? Yeah, I'm a okay. senior right now. That's just the golden question. You, even even <laughs> senior year of high school, everyone's yeah. like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I'm only 17. Please, yeah. relax. I don't know what I'm going to eat for dinner tonight, <laughs> let alone six, seven months. Uh. Um, but what I'm hoping for is I'm in this internship right now. Um, mm-hmm. It's a startup. It's a post-production company, and it's called Workprint. And it's based in L.A. It's mm-hmm. only two other guys and myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, we do videos for really about anybody. Oh, wow. So our most recent work 
has been with the NFL and Snapchat. That's awesome. And then our previous work is with Google. Um, who else? Honda, Hyundai, and um, yeah, just really anybody mm-hmm. that wants to help us or help you know get a video. Yeah. And so it's my internship right now. It's required for communication majors, but I hope that this will end up as a career. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like, it sounds like a really fun major. It's Especially fun. with the NFL. Yeah. You see the pro athletes. I mean, I only see them on TV, but you get the, like, you're like almost like, right, well, you're right in front of them. Like yeah. super close. I first started to build a relationship with um, an NFL player my junior year of high school. And mm-hmm. so. Who was it? Do, is he, do we know him? Is uh, he famous? His name's Tyrell Williams. Okay. Yeah. He's a wide receiver for Detroit right now. Okay. Um, so I got connected with him. Uh, I was completely starstruck when I first met him. He yeah. invited me to a. Uh, a Raiders and Chargers game. Oh wow! Um, when he was a rookie, and I didn't know how to speak to him. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! NFL player. It's NFL player. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I just built a, a relationship with him. And then when I came here my freshman year, that's I actually he only he lives he lived in Irvine. Okay. And so that's how we got connected, and I got to take pictures for him. Um, majority of all the Charger Chargers receiving corps. Um, and so it was fun. So I got to like, in between classes, I'll like drive to mm-hmm. uh, a field and I'll just take pictures real quick uh, and then head back out. So Most popular kid in campus right there. And SJ vice president and you're working with <laughs> NFL. I, wow. I don't know what to say. It was fun. What did you like? What, is that something you want to do long term with photography or like videography or something like that? Because I, I know would, it's a really yeah, awesome field. I would love to do that. I started photography and videography my junior year of high school okay and so it's kind of ironic i got my parents kicked made me uh leave uh, uh not be part of a football team uh, okay because of my my grades and <laughs> at that time i was really hard-headed and they're uh-huh. like oh, oh really all right mm-hmm. you're not playing football anymore i was like no <laughs> <laughs> were you really into football was that your number one sport football was my number one sport i played from seventh grade to senior year okay um loved it Mm-hmm. I miss it, so I'm happy that we have at least intramural sports yeah. here. But looking for some uh, flag football later yeah, this month. We're gonna showcase see. my uh, Aaron Rodgers arm, but Ooh, it's, uh, it's okay. okay. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully, got some warm ups at the beach. <laughs> Made some impressions. You know what I mean? That's hilarious. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, yeah. And so uh, I that's when I got really into videography. Was when I was forced to leave uh, football and. Got to do a lot of short films, mm-hmm. and uh, I knew that's what I wanted to do in college. And so, mm. I'm very happy that with the communication major here, it's really like you can be a public relations, mm-hmm. you can do film, you mm-hmm. can work with social media. And so, I kind of wanted to do all of that. Mm-hmm. And so, with my emphasis, emerging technology and media, I get to do all of that. So that's awesome. It's been fun. I mean, it sounds like you're doing something that you love and something that you really enjoy. Yeah. You don't want to do something that you're miserable or like, like I mean, I don't know. I'm not ca- or, or calling anyone out on this one, but, um, you know, some people do majors that they're not happy with and they're, they're miserable. Oh. They're like, oh, I got to write a paper. I don't want to do it because I hate this class. There's some people who are their seniors right now and they're like, I wish I can change my major. Oh. And I do not want to do that. A couple that. years too late. <laughs> a couple years too late. Oh, you're about to graduate in about yeah. six months. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, man. But yeah, it's important to really chase something that you do uh, or something that you love, of course. But I mean, that's that sounds that's a really fun internship. Yeah. You, it, I know this may be a little personal, but do you get paid for that internship? I don't. So oh. with... It's about the experience, though. Oh, Think yeah. about that. I wish I would get paid. Yeah. But the reason why is because for communication, we can only... I think this is only for California. Mm-hmm. You can only get a unit or okay. have the internship count as units or I get paid. Okay. So, unfortunately, uh, sacrifice. To, yeah, sacrifice. <sighs> Sacrificing the cash. Absolutely. And that is very valuable to many college students. Yeah. <laughs> um, man. Um, in terms of like leadership, now here at, uh, here at Vanguard, you have a really engaging and, influen- and influential leadership role. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not easy being a vice president of, of SGA. I mean, you, you seem busy, you're doing a lot. You have an internship, you got I classes. Feel, I feel so busy. Yeah, I mean, that, it's a good feeling to feel busy. But it's then you're a like, great oh, busy. I just want to relax. I would love to relax. I feel you. If I wanted to. <laughs> Actually, last night was my first eight hour sleep since being here. So it's really? been like two months of not having. I only get eight hours on the weekends. Really? Yeah, I don't even I don't even want to say how much I average a night because my parents. Yeah. I'm on my own. I'm an adult <laughs> now, but I they're gonna hear it and they're gonna be like, right. oh, you, they're you gonna know, be texting you after you. this. Yeah. Um. You know, it's uh, it's not. Uh, how do I say it? It's not the recommended amount I should get. Yeah. Look, it's hard for me to get eight because like, I'll be talking with my roommates at like twelve, 
And I'm like, because I have 8 a.m. four days in a row, but I don't have class on Fridays. I don't know why you did that to yourself. I, I think when I was filling out my, <laughs> my what was it, registration, I was like, this is good. My afternoons are free. I can work. Yeah. I can go to the beach, surf, do what I want to. Uh, I wish I could change a little bit yeah. of that. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Hey, next semester. Next hey, semester, whole exactly. new classes. Whole new I learned. Year. Trial and error, right? There you go. Huh? <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> like we'll talk, and I'm like, oh, it's, 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 uh, it's 12 I can go to bed like at one. I'll get like a solid like six or seven hours. I wake yeah. up like at seven, and I can function off of seven six hours, no problem. But I've never been the type to get eight hours a night, even yeah. in high school. I would always get like six or seven, and uh, for a minute I thought like six hours were solid. Yeah, but they were like no, I eight know. hours They're is like, a bare minimum. Killing yourself. I was like oh, yeah. yeah. And then my roommates are just shocked. They're like, because I I got an on campus job too, and they're like, you have an on campus job, uh, you have eight a.m.s. And you come back to the dorm, you have a lot of energy. I'm like, yeah, that's that's just me, man. That's just me. I don't know how you do it. Me neither. I, I cause, okay, I'm gonna expose myself. I maybe got a little, just a little under five hours last night. Don't want to get into that. Oh um, I know. How are you up? I don't know. I don't know. I don't need. I drink. I I drink coffee because I like it. I didn't really need it though today. Mm. I just drank it just because I, li- I actually genuinely like the taste of coffee. But that, that's phase one of being addicted to coffee. Oh, no. This is, this is <laughs> phase the first two, phase. Phase two is like, I need coffee when I wake up all oh, the time. Gosh. Maybe I'm in phase two already. Oh, oh no. That's not I kind of make a cup every morning. Oh, I got eight AMs. No. I mean, come well, on. Once I you got, got two cups, it's over. You're done. There's Look, no going back. Shout out to Dr. Ben's delicious coffee. Yeah. I thought it was going to be honest. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it. I thought it was going to be mediocre at best because of how much coffee they're making for students a day. And uh, no, no, that was that was really good. It's really good coffee. It's pretty good. I recommend uh, Vanguarders. I recommend trying the white chocolate mocha, or a lot iced medium latte. I get a medium. Don't want to get too much caffeine. You know what I mean? <laughs> with peppermint. Whoa. I know peppermint with, with peppermint. peppermint peppermint um creamer. Huh. Or pumpkin spice. It's it's autumn. Hey, it's that time. Of I was really. Now. I said that really elegantly. It's autumn. It's yeah. It's autumn. <laughs> it's autumn, sir. It's autumn, isn't it? But, <laughs> but yeah, I got a little under five hours. Mom, I know you're going to text me. I love you. Jeez. I can't. I, it's hard for me to, to, to go to bed early. And I woke up feeling great. Huh. Just got in the shower, felt great. Went to my first class. I only had two. But they're at 8 a.m. and then 9 a.m. And then I had chapel. And then I was like, I'm going to go back to the dorm, take a little nap, do some homework. Yeah. And then I just hung out with friends for like two hours, eating lunch, got into a good conversation. And we're here, and I'm still standing on my feet. Or, well, I'm sitting, but you know, yeah. it was a, it was a yeah. saying, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to get too carried away. But um, you know, what urged you to take on such a leadership role at Vanguard? You know, vice president—that's a pretty big deal. I'm, yeah. I'm sure you have a story about that. Yeah. So for my first two years, or last year as a junior, and then my sophomore year, I helped out as residence life. So okay. I, was, I was an RA for Huntington. Okay. My sophomore year. What floor? Fifth floor. Um, sixth floor. <sighs> Great floor. Great floor. Yeah, six, I say fifth floor, sixth floor is the best floor. So. Mm-hmm. Seventh floor. Yeah. We're sorry. You don't got an elevator. Sorry, sorry they got to walk that. down. Penthouse? No, you don't have an elevator. <laughs> no, totally. Yeah, it's, you think it's a penthouse and yeah. you don't got an elevator. No. You're like, I want to go back down. You, you have a view, but that's it. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I did res life. Um, I loved it. It was mm-hmm. great. Um, but there was a lot of like, I think for me, one of my pet peeves, I don't have a lot of pet peeves, mm-hmm. but one of my pet peeves is when people have concerns but they never have a solution to it okay and it's just like the concern is just it's just a it's just a cloud in the air yeah they just say like oh yeah oh. And i was like oh so that's it oh, all right <laughs> and so i think for me is i really really do love vanguard this is not a sponsorship i'm not <laughs> i not sponsor was saying that but yeah. i really really he's do getting some it. uh tuition docked for saying oh, that by the way, i hope so i, I saw really, the script president <laughs> beals please you heard him comes lab on a t- Wednesday at yeah. five thirteen. You yeah. heard him. There you go. Um, but I really do like Vanguard, and I just for my senior year, I want to do as much as I can mm-hmm. for um, the students now and the students for the future. And it kind of sounds cheesy and corny, but I mean, I've had a great experience, and I yeah. want people to have an even better experience than myself. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's why I uh ran for vp matt actually he reached out to me like the week prior mm-hmm. to running and i was like all right let's do it <laughs> shout out to matt holgate uh, a little bit of a sneak peek he's going to be on the pod and very soon yeah if not soon he's a very busy man he's president um he's gonna be on though for sure yeah he's so busy i don't oh know God. how he does it i don't know yeah. i actually respect him I'm like wow he's like the adult i want to be 
but I don't know if I can be. <laughs> that is deep. <laughs> yeah, I said that really like, wow, I felt you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so he reached out to me to help run with him, and um, it's it's definitely very different with Res Life. I feel like with SGA, it's part of uh, all the student engagement, mm-hmm. and it's a very formal position. And so yeah. I'm learning so much about myself and mm-hmm. what what are my strengths and what are my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, even though you're new to Vanguard and you're new with this rep, I'm new with VP. Yeah. And so we're going to go and see how we're this journey to, takes us. We're going to go to the moon. Yeah. Past the moon. Like, like they said that Dogecoin would go to the moon. I think, it, I don't know if it did. I got to invest That's, in that. But um, Get back to me on that. <laughs> <laughs> but did you always see yourself being a leader or taking on a leadership role? Like when you, like when you were a freshman, like where did you envision yourself like I know like I have some goals and some goals for myself and where I see myself Mm -hmm. in a couple months and even like next semester even in a couple years but I mean so much can change what can lead you to take a different direction not one bit I never saw myself as a student leader my freshman year I was actually I was really nervous Mm -hmm. throughout the first semester and I had a lot of panic attacks just because it's seven hours away from home Mm -hmm. I don't know anyone here and like everyone seems like they already have like their friend groups starting from like welcome weekend, mm-hmm. you know, like you have your frontline group. I my, understood that. Yeah, my frontline group, there were some people who were cool with each other, others <laughs> weren't. I was the one who wasn't. Okay. <laughs> um, I was just nervous. That's all it was. And so I didn't see myself as a student leader um, mm-hmm. up until at least the, my spring semester when I got to talk to a lot of people. Um, right. And kind of got to feel exactly how student leadership is. Mm-hmm. And I don't regret it. I love it. I think that's the best thing to do here at Vanguard is mm. student leadership. So you got into the res life because of the whole, cons- you were hearing concerns. You're like, how can I, how can I switch this? Or- yeah, with res life, I... Because that was your, your humble beginnings right there with the leadership. my humble right? beginnings. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was actually surprised I got hired to be an mm-hmm. RA because for my interview, I was 10 minutes late. I overslept. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and man. so my RA, he called me. He's like, hey, where are you? I was mm-hmm. like, uh, in my room, what's up? He's like, your meeting. I was like, oh, oh no. And so I jumped out of my bunk bed. Pretty sure I sprained my ankle. But oh, I was gosh. like, it's all right. Just pop some Advil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, went down there. But um, I think with myself of running to start off with student leadership, it's I, I say I didn't have the best experience first mm-hmm. as a freshman. I was just, at the time, I was much of an introvert. Okay. So I can't picture that. Yeah, now I don't. You're so open, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun being an extrovert now. Mm-hmm. But I think my whole intention for running for RA is to pretty much be the RA that I didn't have. And I'm not, there's no shade to the yeah. RA. I'm still friends with the RA mm-hmm. now. He was just, he just got so close with the rest of the residents that I was doing my own thing that yeah. didn't have a chance to connect with everyone. I understand. And so it was kind of like my own, like, oh, if I was an RA, I would do this. So mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with what he did. It's just like, I was like, I, I want to do this. I think it'll be really fun. And so mm-hmm. fortunately, I got hired and I had such a great time, mm-hmm. honestly. It was fun. And then from there, you're like, let's just do SGA because that takes on a larger role where you can make more change, if you will. Yeah. So my, my girlfriend, we've been together for about four years now. That's awesome. Yeah. And so she did... SGA for two years, so her sophomore year and her junior year. Okay. And so I got I got to see everything that she did, mm-hmm. and so I was really used to SGA of kind of what they do um, and how much of an impact they make. And I was like, you know, let's just do it. I mm-hmm. want to try. It's something new. I love to step out of my comfort zone. Uh, that's one thing that I always talked about growing up is just take every opportunity that you can get. Yeah, some some of my dad really stressed with me too. Yeah. And so when Matt asked me. Of course, I was, I was a bit hesitant, but I was mm-hmm. like, no, let's just do it. Why not? Yeah. It won't hurt. So, And like back to what I was saying in the, the early minutes of this episode, like take that step, take that leap. Um, even if you have that idea, like I would just go and pursue it. Like I'm a business major right now and there's a couple ideas that, because I want to start my own business at some point. There's mm-hmm. some business, that, business ideas that I have and um, I, I want to start them, but I keep saying like, maybe I should wait until I'm like 20 or 21 until I... I take a lot of business classes at that time yeah. or at that point. I'll know a little bit more about business. And I'm not, there's some limitations to that. I'm not saying like, oh, you know, forget it. I'm just going to start it all right now. Let's just do it. It's good to have some knowledge and some experience um, before you, you know, I guess take take a leap into a, a new decision or just a new journey. Um, you know, some you can just step into like surfing. Yeah. But some you, you need to think it through and understand the context of what you're doing. Right. 
Um, like for me, like I intend to either start that uh, whatever business I have. I'm, I don't want to talk about it too much on here, but there's a couple businesses that I, I, uh, I, I business ideas that I want to pursue uh, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial wise. And I either t intend to do that, you know, end of my freshman year, or maybe a little, little sooner. But either way, it's something I'm going to pursue, and I, I would rather do it sooner than later. Yeah. But still, understand the context and have some experience, knowledge before I just kind of just right. put myself out there. Because you want to yeah. have um, some some knowledge to lean back on and some experience to lean back on. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that's what it was like with with SGA. Like you did res life. You had you understood student leadership. You understood problems within Vanguard's community and student community. And then you translated that into running for a higher ranking position. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just kind of the moral of the story I stress there with leadership or just taking a, a new route or a new journey, but also having some experience with that too and some knowledge that you can rely on. Yeah. Um, but um, you talked about Kobe Bryant, and uh, I just want to give the folks who aren't too familiar with Costa Mesa or Orange County um, or, or and Vanguard University um, that, you know, like Kobe Bryant, um, rest in peace, of course. Um, you know, he actually used to come to Vanguard University and practice here. Yeah. And a lot of Vanguard students, uh, mainly those who are Phoenix's age, uh, 21, 22, or who are seniors, they talk about how they, they saw Kobe and how cool it was to know Kobe. Because I think he lived in Newport Beach, too, and this is only like yeah. 10 minutes from Newport. So he would he would come here a lot and, and practice, I believe, with his daughter. Yeah. And, um, you know, you got to actually, like, meet him and talk to him. Like, with me, I only got to, you know, watch him on TV. Um, but with that being said, how did your, you know, meeting Kobe, you actually got to meet him and understand who he was as a person right. beyond, you know, fadeaways, beyond clutch shots, beyond dunks, beyond being, um, insane on the court. Yeah. But how did your relationship and knowing who he was beyond the court, how did that resonate? And I guess in a sense, impact, impact you and like how you view him yeah. and just people who are placed in that scenario. Right. Yeah. So. Like what I said earlier, like my first semester here as a freshman, I was really nervous. Mm. I didn't talk to anybody, mm. um, but I really did pay attention um, to the classes that I really did enjoy. So it was photography mm -hmm. and um, it was filmmaking. And it was crazy because I believe it was two days before in my <laughs> filmmaking class, we were learning about elevator pitches mm -hmm. of like practice like for 30 seconds you know, if you see someone and you have a great idea, mm -hmm. do your pitch. And so I practiced it. I was practicing it. I was like, all right, cool. This is, this is sick. Um, and after my photography class, it was a night class. Mm -hmm. And I was just walking. And um, it, was, it was like a really like moment where I always wear these checkered, the checkered bands. Like, mm -hmm. Those are my shoes. Those are yeah. guaranteed. And my first pair, I wrote down everyone that was really, um, who were my role models and yeah. people that I looked up to. And the last person I wrote was Kobe. Mm. And right after I wrote it, I kid you not, my roommate he like barged into my room. He's like, Kobe, Kobe's in the gym. Wow. Like, like everyone, he's just in the gym. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm gonna talk to him. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so with like what we were talking about, like just take every opportunity you can. And so I waited out um, in front of the pit. It was him, his daughter Gianna, and uh, their basketball team. And I was, it was actually really cold that day. I don't know. You were a freshman? I was a freshman. Okay. So it was, it was October. It was the first week of October. Honestly, it was probably like around like, this time. I think it was actually like this week. That is insane. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so I was just like, you know, Lord, I don't know what, what you have planned for me, but I'm just going to go over there and talk to him. Mm -hmm. I was really nervous because, you know, a lot of people see him when he was an athlete that he was stuck up and yeah. it was all about himself. He was selfish. He was rude. So I was like, man, I don't know if I, if I should do this. Mm -hmm. um, so when he came out with him and his daughter, um, I was like, you know, you know, Mr. Bryant, um, you know, I don't want a picture. I don't want an autograph or anything like that. Um, I'm 18, and when you're 18, you made the most biggest decision of your life, and it was to join the NBA draft. And for myself, it's to be here at Vanguard, and I want to become the best editor. And I don't know what I was going to say. I just said editor, and in my mind, I was like, even is that <laughs> I was like, we're just gonna go go with it it sounded good in the moment it sounded good in the moment and i was like you know i think i would love to do a video for your daughter and her basketball team and the whole time he literally stopped with what he was doing mm -hmm. he had like like bag bags of basketballs in his backpack he just dropped it and he was just staring at me like eye contact and um afterwards he shook my hand 
and um, he gave me his email, and we were jotting down emails to each other, and the next thing you know, about three weeks later, had an interview with his, his own post-production company called Granny D Studios, which is based in Costa Mesa, mm-hmm. and I got an interview, got to see his office, it was great, um, I got to meet his workers or his interviewers. Part that was, that was challenging though was that they thought I was in my 20s. And I was only 18. Mm-hmm. And so my resume was really, it wasn't as much as they anticipated. And so they told me like, hey, um, here's some like opportunities. The Chargers, their headquarters are right next door. Um, go take photos for them, do videos all you want and then get back to us. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I started to um, take photos with Tyrell Williams and Keenan Allen and all these other people. Um, and it was all just because of Kobe's help. And mm-hmm. every other like month or week that he was there, we would always catch up and talk to each other. And again, he would always just stop with what he was doing, shake my hand, even like remembering my name. And for me, like that was really huge, especially from just a random 18 year old, just from the Bay and just at a small Christian university to him actually talking to me and building a relationship. It was great. Um, and so he really did make a huge impact and just the opportunities and the people I've met along the way. Um, it's been really awesome. So much respect yeah. to him. That's a, that's a really awesome story. Not all, and like what I got from that is he didn't only give you a professional experience, but he gave you like a personal, like one-on-one experience to get to know him, yeah. which led you to get to know other professional players. And I'm like, that's, that's something you can't really trade. I, I think for anything, yeah. that's, that's um, like with that, when when you did that, did you did you say to yourself like, oh, I can see myself having a future in this, like being a videographer, a photographer, I definitely, professional sports. Yeah, I definitely did. I saw myself as doing that, but also, I never. So I just started getting into basketball my mm-hmm. senior year of high school, and so I was still trying to get used to like, you know, the good players and yeah. things like that. And so I always knew Kobe Bryant. Like, who doesn't know Kobe Bryant? It's like <laughs> Kobe Bryant, Shaq, LeBron mm-hmm. James, Michael Jordan. Like, those are the guaranteed people you're supposed to know. Yeah, as basketball fans, and so I, I actually never looked up to Kobe and as him as an athlete, but him as an entrepreneur and mm-hmm. him creating his own businesses. And so, with his leadership style of, you know, I'm just a regular person, but the fact that you took time out of your day mm-hmm. to have a conversation with me meant a lot to me. And mm-hmm. I think that's another reason why too I wanted to run for student leadership is because I wanted to have you know share the same experience and like help others the way that kobe helped me out mm-hmm. and so um yeah that's that's a really awesome story like i remember when i was telling people i was going to vanguard they'd be like oh that's where kobe played that's where yeah. that's where he uh played with his daughter i'm like yeah that's actually really cool that i'm going to that school yeah i was like wow vanguard's really really underrated and like i feel like it's not talked to talk about as much like you have like the best restaurants and ice cream places yeah very nearby you have like the best beaches i'm this may be a little biased, but I'm a, more of a fan of Southern California. Mm. I just I just like the beaches a little bit more in the cities. I know yeah. for you, maybe different because you're from NorCal. I don't tell anyone, but I'm actually a uh, SoCal person. Oh really? I, I mean, like you've been better. here for like four years I like now. It better. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like <laughs> you don't gotta wear a wetsuit every time you get in the ocean like oh, you do no. in NorCal. I don't. I've never swam the beaches up in NorCal. Oh, it's How very is it? cold. It's like Titanic water cold. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No, so thank you. <laughs> but um, with that like society or even I I could just see I could just say like the media world and just. Other people could probably like they paint this picture like oh Kobe Bryant like yeah he's a really good basketball player but yeah. he may be a jerk on the court look at how he's acting he's selfish you know those aren't really things you always want to have like you can hear you, people are saying that in one ear but like getting to know him and seeing a different side of him like the side of him that's not that wasn't expressed a lot yeah. what did that teach you about people's perspectives of other people especially people who are in leadership role or, and people who are very successful you have to just take time and just understand them. Like mm-hmm. there's always, I say there's always three perspectives in like a conversation, like you and me, that's mm-hmm. your perspective, yeah. my my perspective, and then there's the truth. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I have a perspective, or you know, a general perspective for Kobe, mm-hmm. you know. Kobe has a general pers- perspective of, of himself, mm-hmm. but there's also that third perspective, like okay, mm-hmm. who really is he? Yeah. Um, and so just really getting to know him and just his, style leadership it's just like you would never have guessed yeah never unless you took time out of the day to like research him look up his interviews of course not everyone has time for that you mm-hmm. know i don't have everyone's busy yeah. in that sense and so like when it comes to people that you don't know don't 
don't judge them, you know, based off of something that they did, because you never know. Mm, They're exactly. probably going through something. Um, that day was probably a bad day for them. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. Or they're just super energetic. You You're know? right. It's just like, you don't know. And so I think really taking out the time of the day and getting to know someone, if you have the opportunity to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but if not, just understand that n not everything is going to be shown on the media. You yeah. know, it's only what others want to be shown. And so, mm -hmm. yeah. It's a really important message to take away. Like, we all have a story. We all have a background. And, and yeah, we all have a past where... We're not perfect we've messed up there's things that we we were i'm sure all of us regret yeah. especially me but um I, I don't think that we should be defined by that i think we should be defined by who we are in the present and what we're doing to help others basically the character and values that we have and how how those are helping other people it's not indoctrinating but how those can influence and shape other people to be, just become better at the end, yeah. end of the day and just that would let that echo and that just goes around where someone who's inspired by someone else, like you being inspired by Kobe Bryant, I'm sure you can take that influence he gave you and spread it yeah. uh, to other people in SGA, especially around the community, especially around all Vanguard since you're, you know, Absolutely. VP. Yeah. But um, on, I hate to say this, but I, this may be a sad, on a sadder note, but how did his untimely death affect you? Like, like as for me, like I, I knew him as the, the basketball player. I knew him as being a legend, yeah. as being a beast. You knew him more. You knew him on a personal level. Yeah. And someone who just gave an 18-year-old kid a shot yeah really opened up a lot of doors and opportunities for you yeah the last time I talked to him it was I think it was two months before of his passing and mm -hmm. at that time the people that interviewed me in his company they're just keep telling me to reach out to them and then we'll get this internship going um, but it just wasn't happening and so I was getting mm -hmm. really really annoyed right and so once I saw him I was like you know mr. Brian I'm I'm really annoyed like I've been doing this and that exactly what um, you know, you're, you know, the people that you're working with are telling me to do, like, I really, really do want to work with you. Um, like, what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. And he's just like, you know, Phoenix, you just have to be persistent. Like with whatever you do, you have to be persistent. You can't say, you can't take no for an answer. You know, even if there's another path, take it, you know, but always be persistent with what you want to do, even if it's something that you're passionate for. And so that was my thing. I was like, I really, really do want to... At the time, I wanted to work with him, mm -hmm. um, but I think it was more of really like the impact that he made with his with his uh, company. They were highlighting of all athletes and just using their imagination mm -hmm. um, with like the youth, and so that's what I was really passionate for. And so, um, you know, when his death, you know, when that that day happened, it was just really like surreal. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It was just something like you would never have guessed because it was it was really weird. It was like TMZ reported it first, I know. and so it wasn't. Yeah, it was so a weird. Unreliable source. Yeah, it was such an unreliable source. Yeah. So everyone was like, "Oh, that's that's like fake." And so I, I saw I was it. In church, I was like, "That's not real, mom." <laughs> she yeah, told me. I was just in my room. I was like, oh, "Okay, that's that's fake." Like, mm -hmm. it was probably a different you know helicopter or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And like all of a sudden, like my mom and my grandma and my dad, they were calling me and they were like hoping if I was okay because they thought it was so weird like they thought I was in a helicopter and it oh, was wow. so strange huh. and so it's insane um yeah it was, it was just such a weird day and so I had, honestly I was like completely emotional like emotionless until like four hours afterwards I just started breaking down mm -hmm. crying just because of the impact he made um here at Vanguard mm -hmm. he even took time out of his day to help out with the women's basketball team That's here awesome. and he would come here like six in the morning teach them the, the triangle offense mm -hmm. that he used um, in his career. Um, so even with impacting people here at Vanguard and even just really around the world, it was just all that emotion of just knowing that he's gone um, with him, his daughter, and the seven other people. I mean, that was actually one of the baseball coaches, the head coach for OCC down the street. Okay. And it was just like all of Orange County was affected. And so... Mm -hmm. Fishy Coast Mesa. Yeah. So seeing that and just, you know, knowing him and just his life, it really, really did hurt me. Um, mm -hmm. But and honestly, it made me become more um, in the moment, like be present in the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, enjoy everyone, you know, that you have in relationships that you have and just be persistent with them. Um, and so strange time. Honestly, mm -hmm. it was absolutely crazy. How long did it take you to recover from that? 
or just come to terms like, wow, he's really gone. How can I move <sighs> on and keep myself accountable by, you know, pursuing the things yeah. that I need, like the goals and being a leader and just letting how he talked to me just resonate and just help me keep, keep putting his words and opportunities as he gave me forward. Yeah. I say the thing is like your emotions, whenever you're going through grieving, it will never end. Mm-hmm. So with Kobe, that happened with him. And then literally a week afterwards, my, my grandpa passed away. Mm. Um, and so it was just nonstop of like losses. And then seven months after that was my dad. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm actually still, I'm not, I think, I know I'm still dealing with the grieving mm-hmm. and stuff like that and still processing, even though it's been over a year for all three of them, it'll just never stop because it's more of like what could have been, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but given with our losses, just like I will always remember the lessons that they taught me, especially Kobe, like the lessons he taught me even with persistence and just even watching him train his his team um, at the time. And like it was, it's, it was, a, it was a girls basketball team. At that time, no one focused on the WNBA. No one mm-hmm. focused on female athletes. And so the fact that he took a step and was really a voice for people that their voice wasn't loud enough, mm-hmm. it was really inspiring. And so being able to try to do that on my own, even as VP, you know, I think it makes an impact for me, for myself, but also remembering um, what Kobe has done for all of us. So, mm. yeah. It's a good word. Grief is such a complex thing. Like, I haven't had too much sadness in my life, but there's times where I'll, I'll like look back on sad times and I, like, man, I didn't really completely come to terms with that. Yeah. And, like, I'm still kind of sad about it, even though it was a couple years ago. But in terms of grief, like, what's the best? I know it's such a complex thing that it takes yeah. it takes so many different minds and and just evaluations of of grief, but. What's the best advice you can give about how to deal with grief and even just how to, I guess, keep yourself moving emotionally when you're grieving? Yeah. You know, because you went through a really tough time with those losses. Like, yeah. that's not an easy thing. I say and yeah. COVID happened a couple yeah. months after that. Absolutely so. crazy. Yeah. It's 2020 crazy. was a wild year. Yeah. I completely <laughs> agree with you on that one. I think the whole world does. Yeah. <laughs> um, the best advice is just make sure you have a group of people that, you know, you can trust and just talk to. Um, I think the worst thing is um, being alone. Mm-hmm. I think for me, that's like my biggest fear is yeah. like not having anyone to talk to, but also being sad and alone. Mm-hmm. And so having people talk to you, even just they don't even need to have solutions, but just for them to be there and just listen to you mm-hmm. um, is a great advice I could give. And so always remembering them, um, you know. If there's a moment that you can always bring them up, do it. You know, mm-hmm. if it's like, I say, don't do it like every five minutes. You know, but like, <laughs> yeah. you know, if the opportunity is there, do it. Um, just to always remember them and what they've done for you. Um, and so I've had the like opportunity to. Or I just had a great chance to build relationships with all the fifth floor. Like mm-hmm. we had a great. There was like twenty of us, twenty guys, mm-hmm. and we just kept this group chat going. Mm-hmm. Um, and they helped me throughout that time. It's awesome. Um, my mom, my my stepdad, I call my papa, um, my sisters, my brother, they, they just really helped me out during that time. And even, especially my girlfriend, she helped me out so much mm-hmm. during that time. And she's, she was, she had a great relationship with my dad. And so she was like probably the strongest out of us two where there's times where I know she wanted to, you know, vent, but um so emotional so sensitive that's what i learned about myself i'm very emotional mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah. taking her time and just being there it really helped so yeah i think it's something that isn't talked about enough is especially like i don't want to get too much into this but especially with men in society like with emotions like whereas with me i'm not really too much of an, of an emotional person like i guess the emotions that i really exhibit are I guess enjoy and I laugh a lot. I like to have fun. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's times, especially throughout my senior year, where I just felt really sad and down. And I felt really detached. And it was weird because I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I was healthy. I wasn't sick with COVID. Um, I had, I, my podcast was going great. I was healthy. Yeah. I was doing well in school. But I just felt down. I felt sad. And, and there was times I, I didn't understand why. And, and with that, I think when we're feeling, I guess, disturbed emotionally, whether that's sad or we just we we feel like something's something's missing, like something's not quite there. 
I think it's good to really take your time, slow down, evaluate yourself, but also do so in a space where you trust. Like you, you yeah. had your close friend group, or whether you have your family, you had your girlfriends, you yeah. had your 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 family has uh, other other people. I'm sure in your life. Yeah, I think it's important to do that because we understand how to help people and we get through sad times with more support. And especially with you, you know, going through all that just hectic time, that chaotic time yeah. where it, it's something that you couldn't have predicted and something, of course, you didn't want to happen. But with emotions and stuff, I think it's okay, you know, especially, it goes for all people, just show when you're struggling, show when you need help because there's going to be times where, especially with me is what I realized is I keep, I keep going, going, going and I, I don't stop and then I finally just come, I come, I come crashing down and then everything just, I don't want to say I've, I, I really haven't had those instances where everything has fallen apart, yeah. but where I'm like, wow, that I, I really got to recalibrate and I really got to, you know, take my time and say, and, and realize that, you know, I, I need help. I, yeah. I need to talk to my parents. I, I need to address the situation that made me sad or made me mad that, that caused me to feel detached, right. you know, because emotions are definitely a thing. Um, they're, it, there, I, I, yeah, there's negative emotions, but there's definitely, when I look at emotions, I think it's overall, it's, it's a unique picture. I don't want to say it's, it's negative. And I don't want to say it's positive. I just want to say it's unique in the sense where we can exhibit emotions that cause us to seek help, which causes us to grow and form more relationships and more support. And there's emotions that we can exhibit that help others when they're down or help others feel motivated yeah. and just influence others. But, and, and I think with COVID, that's just something that was really tested, especially with me. I was like, why do I feel so sad? Why do I feel so down? Why don't I want, why don't I want to hang out with people tonight? Why do I just want to stay inside? And it was, COVID did play a big part of that. I was like, man, just, I feel like everything's at a standstill. It's just school, school, school. There's no sports. There's no water polo. Yeah. You know, I was really looking forward to a water polo season my senior year because I tried a junior. I loved it. Yeah. And um, I was going to get a starting spot my senior year and it's just, I didn't get it. And I think that's what really got me sad. And I was like, man, this is, I knew, like I know when, I, I'm really good at, I won't say predicting things, but understanding the context of things. I'm like, yeah, it's really not going to be a normal year. And that caused me to feel really down. I'm like, wow, out of all years, my senior year. Yeah. And then I just kept thinking, oh, I can't wait till college is here because screw this year. But you got to <laughs> take time to understand the pain you're in in the moment because I think that just really helps you to understand not just yourself, but how to overcome tough situations, which makes yeah. you a stronger person, which makes you a more, a more willing and daring person at the end of the day. Absolutely. Um, that's just, I mean, that's just my message on that. But yeah, thank you for sharing that, honestly. Of course. It's just something that I think needs to be talked about more. I mean, I've had, on my podcast, I've talked about mental health, but I think I want to talk more about emotions and just, and just things that people struggle with because yeah. sadness, that's a real thing. Depression, that's a real thing. Feeling detached, that's a real thing. And I think being in college, you know, you have people coming from out of state. They're, they're used to having a routine and a lifestyle that they had for many, many years. It's quite possibly 17 or 18 years. And now you have to restart. You're in a whole new atmosphere. You're not hanging out with mom and dad every night or yeah. whoever your family is. You're hanging out with your closest friends. You're meeting new people. You're, you have a whole new lifestyle, a whole new routine. And that can cause people to feel down and sad because they feel like, oh man, I have to completely restart everything. I have really nothing that, I, nothing in terms of routine and just motions that people did it's it's all, it's all different now you have to yeah you have to restart but i think with college i think when we're there for each other and we're there for our roommates we're there for our friends instead of just you know it, it's easy you get in the motions like oh homework let's go to the gym let's go to the beach you got you got to take time and just pause and be like all right how is how are they doing how can i help them yeah um i mean yeah that's definitely something i want to talk about more on the podcast but i mean that's kind of what i'll touch on today but yeah be, that's great yeah mm-hmm but um, you know, as we start winding down here, wow, we've we've gone a long time. I didn't think we we're gonna go this long, yeah, but huh. hey, it is what that it is. That's great. <laughs> um, uh, I kind of leave the last question or two. It's more of a deeper question for the guests to answer, just to give your best advice. Yeah. And um, but with that being said, what's one message um you can share to all college students? That can be any message or an overall. Uh, overarching message what's just one message you can give to all college students and not just at Vanguard just overall that can be applied yeah I think the thing that we've been talking about most is take every opportunity that you can mm. um, you know if I was like too nervous talk to Kobe I don't know where I'll be right now <laughs> you know it's like or even coming here at Vanguard if I didn't come here at Vanguard like I don't know where I'll be and so just taking every opportunity, whether if it like positively affects you or negatively affects you, at the end of the day, you're gonna learn more about yourself. Yeah. There's no 
wrong way. Each path that you take, it's the right way because that's where you're called to be. Mm-hmm. And so, um, really just take time. Like, of course, there's going to be time as, stu- as college students to have fun. Like, that's a given. But also take time to really invest in yourself. Figure out with what you want to do, you know, after college or even during college. Yeah. Like, you don't have to wait until you graduate to do what you love. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, like, you're doing great with your podcast. You've <laughs> only you. did it, you know, as, as, you know, in high school too. And so, yeah. like, who knows? What if, what if you never did? I wonder this? that sometimes. Yeah. I wonder because with, you know, some precious memories I have is with COVID. I was, when COVID first started, it was like, man, this sucks. Oh, there's nothing to do. I'm so bored. And I just remember I would run and I would also work out. And I would get all my school work out of the way for the next day. And I, w- I would wait for my mom to come home from work and we would, um, we would, she would come home before my dad because her hours were different. Mm-hmm. And um, we would take bike rides around my neighborhood. I took so many bike rides and I remember I kept, I was more, I, I felt like I could be more open with my mom because, you know, we we're quarantined. I was bored. I just, I, I was looking, I wasn't really looking for support. I was just looking for an outlet. And I, of course I could find that with my mom because I'm really close with her. Yeah. And I just remember taking these bike rides and um, I kept telling her, I was like, man, I, I have this idea of a podcast. I don't really know what to do, but I, I, I guess I got to keep doing it. And that whole conversation went on for like a month, maybe a little over a month. And then I finally went on a bike ride with both my mom and dad. And I finally was like, dad, um, you know, it's just, I gotta, let's just record an episode. Let's just do it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, got, got the, got, got rolling and, um, you're my 20, you're, well, you're like my, this is a 29th episode, but you're my 31st guest. That's crazy. And with that, I just, I can't even comprehend that right now. It's just something that's, that's so. That's amazing. I look back on it, I've said this many times before, it's gratitude, but it's also, I would say it's, it's joy as well, because I see, I see taking one step or just in, embarking on a whole new path and opportunity can lead you to so many more. Like yeah. people that I would have never met, and I, I can't say this enough, never would have met or encountered. Um, I, I would have never had, that would have never happened with the podcast. I yeah. had politicians on my show, TikTokers on my show, entrepreneurs on my show. Amazing. People who know Kobe Bryant, yeah. literally, personally, on my show. It's just one opportunity can lead you to a thousand more. And yeah, yeah opening one doorway can lead you to a hundred more doorways that lead to more doorways um but i mean yeah that's just what i can stress about that yeah i say with myself too is that one of my biggest like risk that i've i take or i took was over summer um through my hometown friends uh and i we created this clothing company it's just like this finished clothing company and we're like you know we don't know where this is gonna go but we're just gonna go for it Mm -hmm. and so i was more of like I'll help you guys with like the graphics and stuff and like that. And they would do like the TikToks and we'll all figure out the graphics for the clothing. Mm-hmm. And we're like unsure. We, we, we didn't know where that was going to take us, but we knew that God was calling us to do that. Mm-hmm. And it was absolutely so wild that after only being like four months of having that, we got sponsored mm-hmm. and we started to work with uh, Gymshark, Blackwater, this Raise Energy, and this thing called team team train or yeah team train train team team train <laughs> I could tell you so I'm like <laughs> I couldn't tell you but it's just like all these companies that want to help us like support with what our statement is and it's just like what if like we never did it and mm-hmm. um, I'm just happy that I got to do this and that we're continuing to do it now um, even just doing this like mm-hmm. saying yes and being part of this podcast I think mm-hmm. it's it's a really great opportunity and I really really have been enjoying it so that's awesome here yeah. In, in terms of SGA, like, I I don't know what it was, but I told myself, like, SGA, that's... Because I, I... People in, in high school always told me, run for ASB. Yeah. You, you got it. You're charismatic. You're funny. I think you could really do something. And something in me, I, it just, I just... I would hold my own self back, maybe because I was scared, or maybe because I, I didn't really want to write an entry essay for yeah. that application, but... <laughs> the real reason. Yeah. But either way, I didn't take that opportunity and that step, and I always said, that would have been cool to be part of ASB. You know, it's not like end of the world that I didn't do it, but entering um, college, I was like, I can maybe change the narrative this time. Maybe I... What if I ran? You know, I'm a freshman. Not too many people know me. I could already been bogged down by that and discouraged. Yeah. But... And there was so many other factors. I'm like, am I going to get enough support? What are people going to think? Right. What position should I run for? What can I even do with this position? And I finally was just like, I silenced all those self-doubts and thoughts in my head that we get as humans when we're about to do something that we 
see as risky. And I just was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the meeting, info session. I'm gonna take my application. I'm gonna do this, it was super easy. You get 25 signatures of the people you're gonna represent. And I turned it in. I think I was the first one to turn it in out of everyone. And I was like, all right, let's 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 keep this ball moving. Yeah, you actually and, uh, were like the first. Yeah, and um, I was like, yeah. the guy I was running against was, uh, he had been here for a couple years. And I was like, wow, I've only been here three weeks. Do I have enough support? Yeah. And it just really took, um, it took dedication, but it took, it took embracing the unknown yeah. and saying, how can I use this to my advantage? How can I get the best out of this? And I was like, if I lose, I lose. There's always, I can always run again. Um, I'm just happy with myself that I took the opportunity to do that. Um, yeah. And obviously, <laughs> things worked out well. Yeah. Phoenix uh, pranked me a little bit, said that yeah. I lost. I was at work and I work at the mail and copy center here. And I was carrying packages in my hand. And he was like, you lost. And I was like, how? I, I literally said to myself, like, how? I was up in the polls. What is going on? There had to be fraud. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, when he said that, I dropped my packages. And I was like, I, I just, I don't know. It was kind of embarrassing. But my boss was gone. It was just me on the shift. I do the last hour. But irrelevant information. But um, I was like, wow. And I was like, is there any other opportunities I can do to be a student leader? And then I just hear dying, just laughter. Just pure laughter. And I was I like, wow, <laughs> the seniors uh, really pranked the uh, freshmen there. And, but, you know, I was like, wow, I really won. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And here I am now. Um, not bragging at all. I'm just saying what one opportunity and leap of, of I guess, courage and embracing the risk did is probably going to, I know it's going to lead into so many more. Like, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I wouldn't be connecting with different people, yeah. especially, you know, Matt Holgate. He's going to be on the show. Awesome, awesome guy. Down to earth. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I was also scared about the speeches. I was like, whoa. Uh, you did little, really good. Appreciate that. I was, I was nervous the whole time. Oh, I was nervous when I did the speech for uh, orientation. So you did actually oh, really? a lot better than me. <laughs> oh, I thank you. Yeah, I oh, really do mean that. Thank you. <laughs> really appreciate that. But I remember because I don't really get too nervous with things, but like my friends were like, whoa, Sam. Because I, I didn't think anyone was running against me because I didn't hear about anyone running against yeah. me. So I was like, ah, oh, whatever. I'm just going to show up. Then the guy was like, yeah, I'm running against you. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> and then I was like, this is perfect. This is what I needed. This is great. Yeah. And then I got like, a, my, apparently my whole countenance changed. And I thought it, it, I was masking it because we were wearing masks. Mm. And one of my friends, she was like, Sam, you look uh, really nervous right now. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's a little hot in here. Don't you think? We're all dressed uh, business casual. Yeah. And uh, I'm really hot right now in this polo and, and khakis. But that is so funny. either way, I, I look back on those memories with, fondness and yeah it can be annoying not annoying but a very very uncomfortable and i guess awkward at times to embrace the unknown but at the end of the day whether you fail or you succeed i think it's uh i think you end up being gratified with yourself especially yeah. with me and surfing i was like wow that sucked that was really uncomfortable for me but i'm happy i did it yeah i'm i honestly i'm really am excited that you're huntington rep and appreciate it you know you're already pumped with the projects that you already, you already <laughs> told me and so yeah i'm really excited honestly it's gonna be great that thank you so much. I mean, I looked at the I looked at the role. And I was like, this seems like a fun position. I can plan fun things. I yeah. can be me. I can be that fun guy. Yeah. Um. But I'm just I'm just looking for a way to just connect everyone. And it's about community too. I was stressing that earlier about um, being there for people, emotional support, social support, and we can establish a community or get involved in the community. Um. I mean, there's of course whether you're at work or you're at school or you're studying abroad, you're a part of a certain community, and it, we can always be involved in that community and um, influence that community, whether that be, you know, someone's bogged down, hey, you get them a pumpkin spice latte or you buy them donuts Absolutely. or you help them with their homework. There's certain, there's so many ways to just influence and help so many people out. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's just, I guess my uh, TED talk for the day. That's great. I had it, I missed this. this. Is, this I, is I had free. it in me. This is all free. Wow. All yeah, free all free. Wow. I, look what I'm doing. You don't even have to pay Spotify. <laughs> You don't even have to pay Apple Podcasts. I take that back. You have to pay, you have to pay Spotify if uh, you have premium. If you don't get the ads, you don't okay. get the ads, and you, you get to hear me ads. talk the yeah. whole time. And Phoenix as well. So it's a win-win. But yeah, I, I miss this, folks, and I'm happy to be back. It, I can't describe how much joy I have right now. It was a really stressful day planning the podcast. I don't know if it was gonna work. Phoenix is a busy man. I had homework, and I was like, how am I gonna do this? Yeah. I thought about canceling, and then I was in chapel today, and I a message. I really felt it. They were like, I forget what the guy said, but he's like. Um, don't cancel on something when you can take the opportunity to do it. I'm like, oh, wow, that was, that was exactly for yeah, you. And, yeah. I, and he said that, and I, I put my head back like this. People watching the video, I put my head back like, hmm, that's, uh, God's telling me something. That yeah. literally applies, that, uh, liter that liter excuse me, literally applies directly to me. That I hit, hit the nail right on the head. That and fired so me up. That's what happened. 
But um, yeah, um, any last things you want to say before we close this episode of the Sammy Hour? I'm just really am excited, you know, mm-hmm. to be a part of this again and mm-hmm. just see you continue to succeed and thank you all these new opportunities that you're gonna have throughout mm-hmm. your college career and even you. afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be great. I'm I'm a I'm your number one supporter. I appreciate that, yeah, man. I got you. I, I, well, I think my mom is, but we'll we'll like how about you know like, what? I'm a supporter. My mom's like right here. You're yeah. like just a hair I, below. Yeah, your mom's definitely number one supporter. Um, if, yeah. But I, I really appreciate that, man. It's gonna be a fun year. We're gonna make this work. It's gonna be fun. Like I, I can't. I, it's so crazy for me to fathom. Like, started this last month of junior high school, and now I'm a freshman in college, and I'm I'm keeping it going. It's it's amazing. And thirty one. Yeah. Thirty one episodes. Th- twenty one. Twenty nine. Oh, thirty first guest. Well, yeah. Maybe thirty two guests. I'm not sure though, but it's around there. Um, but I really appreciate the support, guys. Phoenix, thank you for being back yeah. or being there there how do you how do i word this the resumed episode guest mm. resumed guest for the guest for the resumed episode got it yeah thank you i really appreciate <laughs> it man it's it's gonna be fun we're gonna make this fun whether you're at vanguard whether you're at another university you're still in high school or you're just tuning in and listening this podcast is really for really anyone and i really mean that yeah i'm young yeah i have a lot of young guests on but a lot of things can be applied and I really mean that. Absolutely. And I also wanna just say, this is the first episode to actually reach an hour long in length. Wow. Um, so truly, the Sammy hour episode. This is the first truly. hour episode. I've had ones that were <laughs> close. I've had 55 minute ones, 58 or 57 minute ones, 53, finally made an hour. But either way, that's a good sign. Yeah. Phoenix, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Um, people, I'll see you around. You'll see my face around, you'll hear, you will hear my voice. Yeah. Hopefully in your, in your AirPods or speaker. Or just Whatever. around. Yeah. But God bless. I'll see you around. And uh, yeah, peace out. Peace.